0: You're listening to the Private Practice Workshop Podcast, and I'm your host, John Clark, helping you get more clients, make more money, and master private practice. And in this episode, we're talking about how to become a private practice consultant or coach, whichever language you prefer. Maybe we'll talk about the difference between the two as well. Who knows? Um, So this is going to be another solo episode. And we're going to talk about how to become a private practice consultant. By the end of this episode, you're going to walk away with, um, you're going to learn more about how I became a consultant. There's a bit of a story to it. If you haven't already heard the story, Um, you're going to walk away with um, an answer to this question of like, when can I uh, start doing consulting or being a private practice consultant, in my opinion, Um, you're going to walk away with the one thing that changed everything for me. And then I'm going to walk through basically eight simple steps to kickstart your consulting business in 30 days or less. What's not not to like about that? Um, Before we do that, I'm going to share a couple of what we call our hashtag fully booked wins. Fully booked is my program that helps you get clients consistently over at uh, privatepracticeworkshop.com. Uh, you can always go there to learn more about fully booked, but here's some fully booked wins that we've had students share just in the past month. Um, one student said just when I was starting to feel the lull in my caseload, I told myself this morning I'd get another client booking today and lo and behold, I got two. I'm ending this week with seven client calls this week and six new clients booked all at my full fee. Hashtag fully booked win. Oh, and they also said, woohoo. Um, the next one said, um, wow, so I just signed up for this program last Monday. I did all of module one last week and I launched my new website Friday. Um, I've only managed to change the front the front page so far. Um, but then they say so far this week, I've already had four consultations and three new clients. Hashtag fully booked win. The last one says, um, had the largest payout to myself since going into private practice. And now I'm going on vacation for two weeks and coming back to a full schedule the week I get back. That's an incredible feeling, right? Hashtag fully booked win. Um, so there you have it, folks. Just three, um, uh, three wins that students have shared in the past month. If you're interested in the program at all, now is the time to join. Um, uh, all you have to do is go to private practice workshop dot com. And um, uh, we also have a bit of a special offer right now in the program that you can do. So the program's not always going to be, be available, um, but it's available right now. And that's that's all I know. That's all I can tell you. So. Um, all right, folks, well, you know what the show is about. And I've done my little plug. So without further ado, let's dive in. All right, let's dive right into it. So my first point of the episode, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how I became a consultant. So maybe you've heard some of this story, or perhaps you've heard some of the inspiration for um, this work that I do. It, comes, it goes all the way back to an early day in graduate school where um, basically we were learning about the profession in one of those intro to clinical mental health classes, and they brought in a Um, a very kind of worn out, burned out, um, um, barely surviving group of counselors who had been in the field for a little bit. And they all basically told us, you know, if you're here to help people and make money, you should leave now because it's going to be a long, miserable road. And I thought, well, that can't be true. So I went up to San Francisco and, um, in fact, I had already started my career in mental health cause I've been, I'd already been working in a psychiatric inpatient hospital. I was doing, uh, uh, community work as like a pre, um, as like a bachelor's level, you know, uh, uh whatever they're called like a, you know, a mental health, uh, assistance or, 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 what is it called? Yeah. Like a, um, certified mental health, something or other. And so, um, anyway, so I went out to San Francisco got my first job, my first big, you know, big boy job as a, uh, working in a nonprofit and started to build my practice on the side. Now, um, obviously I'm leaving out a lot of details, but what, what happened was I started to figure some things out in my practice and I've never, how do I say this? I've never had the problem of like not working enough on it or not being aggressive enough about, about my business or about many things in my life. I'm, I was highly, highly motivated and I was really working on my first practice around the clock. Um, that's just, that's just what it was like. I was hustling really hard. I was driving Uber and Lyft on the weekends and on the, on nights. And I was seeing, uh, starting to see therapy clients in my practice on Saturdays, you know, the, it was, it was the full grind, if you will. Um, I started to learn, I started to really enjoy the business side of things, whereas I think um, I was also meeting some therapists that really neglected it a little bit, and um, I just was really um, uh, into it, I was just really compelled by it, Um, and so what happened was, and and of course as I started this episode, I didn't realize one of my cats was in here, Mr. Elliot, with his little jingles around his cute little neck, but not so cute when I'm trying to record an episode, dude. He's just staring at me like, what episode? Um, So Elliot's going to be in this episode. That's life. (laughs) Now he found a box to get in. He's cute, but I'm also quite annoyed. Come here, dude. Okay. He's just going to sit on my lap for this episode. I think that's how we're going to do it. Okay. Elliot's on the lap. Um, So we should be good. Um, I actually partnered with a therapist named uh, named Abby Volk, who's a wonderful therapist and and an amazing person. I I don't know how it came up, but I think at a networking event or something, we just started talking about private practice, and we were both really kind of into the business and marketing side, and so um, we decided to host a free workshop at a San Francisco library, the Noe Valley Library in San Francisco, and we just put together like a nice little outline of stuff we thought would be really helpful. And I think it was particularly geared toward, you know, people who are just starting out, um, in private practice. And, um, uh, you know, we just packed a lot of value into a free workshop that was, um, that lasted maybe an hour and a half on like a Saturday morning. Um, and I hate to do this, but I have to stand up and go take my cat Elliot out cause he's just gonna, he's already distracting me too much. Here we go. All right, these things happen. They don't happen every episode. And a couple years ago, I might've edited that out, but today, that's just life. Um, So I'm sorry about that. Um, But now it's time to focus. So we ran that little workshop and it went pretty well. We had it pretty full. And I think our idea at the time was to lead that into like a paid group. Um, And I don't think we ever even did Get that group off the ground, but we had a vision to do it, <clears throat> and in theory, that was the right kind of idea of how to do it. Um, I continued to grow in my practice and get really, really busy and start to do really well. Um, and with a particular, you know, strength being in digital marketing, mm-hmm. and, um, and then before you know it, you know, I had hustled and grinded uh, enough to—I don't know if "grinded" is a word. Good grief. I ground, I ground enough. I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. Um, to to make it to get a full caseload, load, to have clients coming in consistently, um, uh, virtually all those clients finding me online. And um, it was around this time, I guess 2013, 13, that I started to write about it, blog about it a bit, and it was just kind of helping uh, other therapists along the way. Now I went to, um, I applied to a PhD program. I thought that was going to be my path counselor education. So I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. I um, started a website about six months before moving to Charlotte. And, uh, I, I avoided mistakes I'd made in San Francisco and I doubled down on what had worked, um, in terms of getting clients. And so I moved to Charlotte and the first day I opened that office, um, I had a full case, you know, not a full case, but a full day of private pay clients and grew it and scaled that practice into the group practice that I sold back in April. Okay, long story short, um, it wasn't until, I guess, in Charlotte that the consulting started to pick up more. I did the same. I did the same thing with like a free kind of workshop, or in fact, I did a workshop for someone else on private practice, and I collected emails. And then I, um, the call to action for that free workshop was to join a mastermind group that I was going to be doing for like six months or something like an eight week mastermind group. And that's what I did. And those were, um, that was probably one of my first formal, um, uh, kind of things that I did as a private practice consultant. So how did I become a consultant? Well, I started giving away value for free and then i started charging people for that value right and uh for that information and that support um that's kind of yeah i mean that's that's roughly how it went and when i started to do these groups in charlotte um that's when i also kind of doubled down on reaching therapists online i started this podcast that has had a few iterations god bless you if you've been around for all of them and uh, um uh, you know, continue to grow kind of the brand, which again has taken a couple of different forms over the years. Um, and, and that's really how it's been. So it's continued to, to grow from there uh, to the point where today it's my full-time job. This is what I do. I see a handful of therapy clients, you know, every week, um, because I love that work and that's really where, you know, my heart is. Um, but, but working with therapists, um, to me is also, I use my clinical skills every day and my heart is really in that work as well. I just like helping people as overused as that is, that's the truth. Okay. So, um, that's how I became a consultant and this is where I am today. Now, the, the thing is the online stuff actually didn't come that easily to me. The online stuff and everything I do today, um, was I learned through blood, sweat, and tears, well, not really blood, some sweat, definitely some tears. Um, I I learned it over the years because I saw that it was where I could have the biggest impact in helping therapists. That's really, um, that's really what it came down to. And I, and I chose this focus, you know, um, because I just, I discovered that therapists struggled tremendously with getting new clients consistently. So I've been focused kind of on that problem that therapists have for years at the same time, um, like all specialists, I am also a generalist, similar to how you might do EMDR, but I bet you can also treat anxiety and depression and whatnot and do relationship work. So I help therapists with all parts of their business, but you know, my, my help uh, with the digital marketing front is I think how I first kind of made a splash, if you will, um, among private practice people or our industry. Um, okay, so that's how I became a consultant. When can you start consulting? In fact, I remember not that long ago, or maybe it was a while ago, maybe a year or two ago, uh, someone asked me like, basically what gives you the right to do what you're doing? In other words, to help therapists, you know, or to call yourself a consultant. Well, um, what gives me the right is that I've had, you know, some consistent success in private practice. Uh, I'm inclined toward business. I think it's, I think it is kind of in my blood. My grandfather was uh, an, uh, an entrepreneur uh, for sure, kind of like a serial entrepreneur of different kinds of businesses. And I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to put myself out there and I'm willing to go and kind of push ahead, I guess. I think a lot of being a consultant or being a teacher of anything is, and that's really how I see myself as a teacher and a guide, um, is your willingness to basically... Um, you know, get one page ahead of your clients or your students, whoever you're teaching. That's really what comes, what it comes down to. You don't have to know everything. You're not going to know everything, but you know enough to lead people, and you know that you've been there, so you can help lead them. I do think it's extremely important that you've been there um, and, and been successful in private practice, um, uh, in in many ways and in many dimensions before you can kind of call yourself uh, a helper of private practices. So I think that's when you can start consulting. I think you can start really small though with the people, you know, or the therapists you know, and whatnot, or your community and just teach what, you know, like, let's say for instance, you are really good with uh, the HR part of private practice. Well, that's groovy because, um, you could be helping therapists with that part, right? Or you could be, you know, uh, a consultant helping therapists with that particular part of, uh, of private practice. So. I think that's the cool thing is in that regard, you don't have to know it all. You don't have to know the digital marketing stuff. For instance, if you know, let's say the finance part really, really well, or the HR part really, really well. That being said, I believe in order to really treat a private practice or help a private practitioner um, um, effectively, you need to be able to approach it comprehensively and holistically. Right. So it's kind of like, I I think, you know, physicians, even um, general practitioners, well, they've done their rounds in all the different domains of medicine so they can understand the body comprehensively. At least that's the idea. I think it should be true um, as a private practice consultant. So... Um, yeah, so that's, I think you can, can start consulting when you know, you have true value to offer. I highly recommend you offer value and help people for free before you charge for it. Even just helping friends. You know, I used to help a lot of my therapist friends in San Francisco for free or the cost of a beer. Um, in fact, I still kind of do that. You know, if a good friend like reaches out, it's like, Hey, I got this problem. Or, Hey, how do I do this thing on my website? Or do you think I should hire a clinician? I'll tell them because you know, they're close friends of mine, but you, you start to get kind of proof of concept, so to speak, when you start to help people for free and you have a knack for it. And I guess, yeah, when you, you know, you can really just go for it and you're not afraid to go for it. I think that's when you can start consulting. Okay, um, my next point, point number three. So we talked about how I became a consultant, when you can start consulting. And number three, the one thing that changed everything for me, or in other words, the biggest thing. Um, There's nothing sexy about this. There isn't a golden bullet or whatever to, to any of this. What changed everything for me is relentless, consistent content online. Putting out stuff consistently for years now, I've been on a consistent content calendar, and I've had you know pieces of content have anywhere from one view to you know ten thousand or tens of thousands or whatever, and um you know cumulatively it's a snowball effect, right? So even the pieces of content that flopped and had two views, I learned something from that, and then the the, the pieces of content that do really well, I learned something from that as well. And the way I view growing, let's say a business online or especially a consulting business online, the content, just like this very episode you're listening to that you're not paying me for is me planting seeds in a garden, right? I'm planting these seeds in a garden that are going to grow over time. And as they grow, they build on themselves. It's a real snowball effect. And it's a way of creating, it's, it's a way of doing a number of things. Establishing expertise, establishing um, rapport and a relationship with your potential clients. And it's a way of expressing and kind of exploring your own knowledge. That's the cool thing about content, right? So I see it as both a process of teaching and also a creative process for me. I really enjoy my content. I enjoy the different platforms we do from YouTube, Facebook, you know, um, our, our email marketing, everything, the podcast. And it's a way for me to explore what I've learned. You know, I just shared last week the, the episode about the, the most important things I've learned about business. And in that regard, sometimes your content is almost like a diary of sorts. You know, it's a way of documenting what you've learned and sharing it with others. And by doing that, you, guess what? You can, you can build a business or you might just find yourself having built a business, um, content is a long play. Um, yes, you could, let's say, call yourself a consultant, run a bunch of Facebook ads to a page or a webinar or something and say, I'm a consultant, but you don't really have proof of concept for yourself. You don't really have trust with an audience. You don't have relationships with other, let's say, consultants or people in the game. And it's uh, you just might be a flash in the pan. So that's always the risk of, of doing it that way. Okay. So it, this this stuff, this doesn't come easy. It's been years, it's been years in the making and it's still a grind. We put out content on pretty much every platform, um, you know, at least monthly, if not weekly, it's a constant grind and I have a small team making it happen. So that's the thing too, is I worked on this business for a long time, not making much money before I started to then make some money and then make, um, um, really good money today. So that's just how it's been. I don't want to be, you know, lead you astray. Okay. I hope you're still with me. Hope you're still with me. We've talked about how I became a consultant, when you can start consulting, the number one thing that changed everything for me. And now we're going to talk about how to kickstart your consulting business in 30 days or less. Now, this is where you'd pull out that pen and paper or, or whatever that note on your iPhone, because this is where I'm actually going to tell you what to do next. All right. So I'm going to consult you. And in fact, you know, if you listen to this podcast, this is me consulting you. This is me consulting everyone on what you should do. Now, when you work with me, you get, uh, you get so much more, you get custom tailored consultation, you get true advice as to what you're going, uh, what you're, you're facing or what you're working on, right? You get um, uh, kind of secrets that I have um, and secrets that I don't share, let's say in the free content to really help you accelerate what you're doing. Um, with that being said, here's what you should do next. If you want to, to do private practice consulting or any consulting for that matter. First thing, just do what I did host a local training for free. When you do that, collect everyone's email. So I passed around just a simple, you know, piece of paper that says name and email address. And then I added them to my email list, or I told them, Hey, I'd like you to put your name on this list. I'll add you to my email list. That way you'll hear from me. That way, guess what? I can pitch my paid program. As simple as that. Anytime you do a sort of free training, whether it's private practice consulting or clinical, you have to, have to, have to, have to collect email addresses. Always be list building, always be list building. Absolutely essential. I wish I'd taken this more seriously early on, but I just did it kind of here and there. Whereas today, you know, the reason why we have, you know, we can have an email list in the thousands is really powerful. And I can literally just hit, you know, I can literally type an email right now to thousands of therapists with whatever, uh, you know, offering value, asking something of them, doing a poll, promoting a, you know, a flash sale of something or encouraging them to join one of my programs. It's super powerful. Um, the reason you build a list is because as all these different platforms evolve, you don't own any of the that real estate. I don't own Facebook. I don't own Instagram. I don't own, right. It's like, I don't own, yeah. I don't own any of it. And also people don't necessarily spend their time in these platforms every single day. Many of us do, but where they do spend time every day is guess what their email inbox. That's why all any good on, online entrepreneur is list building all the time and taking it very seriously. Step number two is start building your list today. So do it both with, you know, your your live free events that you're going to do and also just do it online. So every piece of content you have ideally should, it is an opportunity to create a lead magnet out of it. A lead magnet is just that PDF or download or worksheet that you offer giveaway for free in exchange for their email address. Okay. So start building your email list today. Do not delay. All right. Um, Step number three, start offering value just organically in free Facebook groups. I did this for a long time before I even had a Facebook group or had, you know, a platform, quote unquote. Just go into free Facebook groups and start offering value for free. Answer people's questions. Be helpful. Type up, you know, a nice little post that talks about, you know, what you learned this week about private practice. Don't overthink it, but just start adding value before you ask for anything it's a great way to start. You can do that today. It's been an hour a week doing it and you're being really good shape. Um, my next step. Okay. And number four, start publishing twice as much content as you think you need to publish or as you think you're even capable of. This is a huge one because um, many, many uh, therapists who try to do this, they try to create a consulting business by just like mentioning it here and there, right? Or just having a page on your website about it, right? Um, it's just not going to be enough. And if you really want to grow, let's say the consulting side of your business, or even turn it into an additional business like, like mine, then you need to build trust with your audience through content. You need to build your list with your content, um, grow your expertise with your content. Um, and again, ultimately it's really all about content in terms of building a a long-term sustainable business online absolutely enormous. Or if you just want to, again, do some consulting in person with local therapists in your area, that's okay too. You can do that. And that's a lot easier, right? Okay. So start publishing twice as much content as you think you need to publish. It's going to be really hard. It's going to be exhausting. You might want a virtual assistant and you should probably batch it, right? So you should probably you know record multiple podcast episodes at once or multiple Instagram posts at once and then schedule them out to post. You got to be smart about this, but again, it's going to be a grind. Um, this is kind of a step, but also just kind of a tip. My next tip for number five is charge at least two times your therapy rate. This might seem like a lot. You might be like, wow, no one would pay me that. But um, there's there's uh, there's really not that many consultants considering how many therapists are in private practice. I heard uh, not that long ago, there's at least 150,000 private practices in the US growing at a rate of like 20 or 25%, which is pretty nuts. Um, and so with that being said, there's a lot of fish in the sea. There's a lot of therapists to help. At least that's the way I see it. Charge at least two times your therapy rate. Again, this is special expert advice you're sharing as a result of your years of experience in private practice and the secrets you've kind of learned the hard way. Okay, number six, collect testimonials as soon as possible and then publish them immediately to your website, your content, wherever. Do what I did, just recite them on your podcast like that because guess what? the second you start getting people results you need to ask them for their testimonials because social proof is pure gold social proof is ultimately what's going to compel other people to come and work with you and pay you a dollar right or hopefully more than a dollar unless your therapy rate is 50 cents in which case you know maybe your consulting rate is a dollar kidding totally kidding um Testimonials and social proof again. I wish I had done this earlier, but it's so so crucial. So, anytime we have a program or an offering or whatever, we are constantly asking for social proof and then we're publishing it. And then at some point, people just start publishing it on their own or posting it in groups and talking about you if you're doing really killer work. Okay, that was number six. Number seven, use all of your consulting experience to establish, again, what I call proof of concept first before you eventually um, use it to inspire your first training program or online course. I did this the wrong way where I tried to build an online course way early on and I hadn't really consulted with enough therapists and coached them um, to really know how to solve their problem effectively. And then I got proof of concept over the years by helping um, tons and tons of therapists and eventually rolled that into you know, a training program called fully booked. Um, we're going to have more training programs to come. Um, I'll be announcing that before you know it, you should look forward to that. Um, it's going to be kind of, yeah, it's going to be Epic. I'll just say that. Um, but you, that's what I did is I used my experience with my clients, both individual and my group consulting clients to inspire and really create proof of concept for my first online course. That was huge. Okay. Uh, number eight, final steps. So you've got to be doing all of this. It's a ton to do, right? It's going to make your head spin, right? It's really creating an additional business, even though it's related to your counseling business. Um, it's a ton of work. It is a serious grind. And most people that become consultants, I see them like pop up and like, Hey, I'm here. I've got a podcast. I got this and that, you know, I'm a consultant. And then like a few months later, nine months later, they're just gone. You know, they're like a flash in the pan. So you don't want to be that. And I've thought about that very seriously, you know, since I started. It's like, can I do this for 30 years? I think I can. I just have to be smart. I have to have a nice team behind me. And I have to be strategic. Number eight, sorry. Uh, partner with other consultants who are further ahead than you. Um, one of the fastest ways you can kind of get yourself into the, the, the ears and minds of folks, uh, of therapists, is to use other people's platforms like mine, for instance. So if you have something really valuable to share, You know, let's say like you found a really cool, like automated way to do the HR for your group practice. Well, come and share that on my podcast, right? When you do that, you're not only providing value to my audience, but then you're promoting yourself. This is called quote unquote influencer marketing. I'm not saying I'm an influencer or whatever, but it's called influencer marketing because you're basically using someone else's platform and you're getting in front of an audience where people already trust that person. And then again, your call to action is X, Y, and Z, um, something of your own or even your own lead magnet or whatever. So you can also build your list that way, you know, by, by sending people directly to something, it's a really good strategy that just simply works. Was this too fast? Let me know. <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't too fast. Hopefully the pace is okay. But again, this is, this is really the eight steps that I could think of that I took and that I think you should take in this order more or less to build your consulting business or a business like this in 30 days or less. Again, real quick, the steps were host a free training locally and collect emails, start building your list right away, your email list right away and engaging that list, offer value organically in free Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups or wherever start publishing twice as much content as you think you need to publish charge two, at least two X, your therapy rate, collect testimonials ASAP and to publish them immediately. Use your consulting experience to inspire your first online course, and then partner with other consultants who are further along than you. And again, keep building your list. There you have it, folks. I hope that was super helpful to you. Um, um, It was fun for me to kind of think through these things and again, to reflect a bit on my journey as well. So uh, I hope you've enjoyed these couple of episodes. If you think you have something really unique to offer, right, the therapist community or to offer my audience, well, just reach out. You could be a guest on the show. I'd love to have you. I'd love to hear your ideas. If you can offer something unique and valuable. Um, So you can can email me, john at privatepracticeworkshop.com. And, um, yeah, I always love hearing from you guys. It's, it's, it means a lot to me. That's it for this week, guys. So your call to action for today is if you still need help getting therapy clients consistently, then your call to action is to join fully booked. All you do is go to privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash get clients, all one word, privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash get clients that's all you need to do otherwise your job is to help me promote the podcast tell a friend or two or three or 15 ideally and help me keep growing this thing otherwise I hope you have a good week you guys take care of yourselves and i'll see you real soon okay cheers bye-bye